there's no sound, sir. Good evening, Apostle. We do not have sound. Yeah. All right. We thank you, our Lord. And let's lift up our voice and just give God praise for today. Sorry that you didn't hear my voice. The microphone was mute. Let's just thank God for this very hour. Lord, we bless you. We give you the praise and honor and glory. Let us thank God for how he stretched out his hand upon our meetings today. Today is the third day of our victory night. Let us give God the praise and honor and glory for the strength he has given to us. For seeing us through the whole of this day. For the manifestation of his grace. For adding unto us those who believe. Let us give God the glory for uh, answering our prayer that our gates are opened. We thank God. We bless you. We thank you for the glory revealed among us. The manifestation of your power, O oh God. We magnify thee, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, King of Heaven. We salute you, our King and God. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with our giving. Amen and amen. Well, we're going to open this service. It's our third day of victory night. And we're going to lift up our right hand to heaven as we open the service by reading from Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands, pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart towards his faults, nor swear deceitfully? He shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. We will take our... Psalm of praise, Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome work, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. 
so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. We take our opening hymn, Praise the King of Glory.
Well, you are very welcome to the third day of the Victory Night in the month of October 2021. Um, I want to read the scripture to us, and after that scripture, we will praise the name of the Lord. As usual, uh, our last day of, over, of our Victory Night, we break bread together uh, in the remembrance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But something was going through my mind. In the book of Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. You can open your Bibles please. It says, And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss, and holding in his hand the great chain. I want you to follow this. He sees the dragon. <laughs> That ancient serpent. I didn't touch that. Who is the devil or Satan? And bound him for a thousand years. You know, we have been hearing about what the devil is, or the devil is, or the devil is, or the devil is. How he stayed the war in heaven. And how Michael led the, the battle. And threw the devil and demons out of heaven. But it is amazing that. That warfare that happened in chapter 12 in heaven, this angel was not involved. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because as so, so evil as the devil is, God had reserved one angel to deal with him in the end time, on the last day. This angel came from heaven. And not many angels, just one angel created by the Father. Pick the devil, bind him with chain, without help of any other angel. You can see how enormous that angel will be. How powerful that angel will be. My Lord, I'll tell you something. We see how much surprises with God that we have never seen. He says that angel sees the dragon. That ancient serpent called the devil, Satan, and bound him. For a thousand years. Tied him down. Then verse 3 says. He threw him into the abyss. And locked him. And sealed it over. Over him. To keep him from deceiving the nations anymore. Until a thousand years was ended. After that he must be set free for a short while. And he says. <coughs> I saw thrones. On, on which were seated those who have been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who have been beheaded because of the testimony of Jesus and because of the word of God. May the Lord sustain you and I to the end of age. Even if it has to cost us, cost us our heads. May the Lord empower us never to deny Christ. We will die for him. They had not worshipped the beast. Or his image. And had not received his mark. On their forehead. Or their hands. They came to life. And reigned with Christ a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life. Until the thousand years was ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy. 
are those who have part in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. I will be there. You will be there. Come on now. You and I will be there. Because it's the first resurrection. That is when Thessalonians first said, the archangel will blow the trumpet and the dead in Christ will rise first and those of us who are still alive will transform and we'll meet him in the cloud and we shall be there with him. And so we want to thank God for the blood of Jesus that rescued us from the satanic deception and delusion in the world. Give God the praise and honor and glory. Father, we thank you. <coughs> Father, we thank you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb. We thank you for the blood of sprinkle. We thank you for grace of salvation. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for giving us the privilege by the blood shed that we are partaker in the blood of Jesus and that we can celebrate even before the time our reigning with Christ for 1,000 years. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we glorify thee. Lord, we magnify your name. We thank you, our King, our God, for counting us worthy among those you have called your saints on earth. We thank you that you have given us the Holy Spirit, which is the guarantee of our inheritance, according to the book of Ephesians 1. Until the day we see you face to face, we bless your name. We exalt you. Thank God for this new week. Brilliant week indeed. Great week indeed. Week of great accomplishment. Week of great manifestation. Week of great expectation. Oh Lord our God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. No eye has seen. No ears have heard. No mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Thank God for the love of Christ in our hearts. Father, we bless and glorify your name. We thank you for the table of our God. In Jesus' only and anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen and amen. I want to remind us that today is a mixed blessing. It is the last day of our, of our, of our victory night. And then it's also 556 nights that we have been praying together on this platform. And it is our communion night. So I will call Pastor Tyler to introduce those who lead us in prayer. I want you to pray with your heart. Have joy in your heart as you partake in the pronunciation on God's behalf. The things that will happen on the face of the earth through your prayers. Expect revelation from God. Expect to hear God distinct as you pray with your heart. It begins. Pastor Tyre, please. Thank you very much, Apostle. I'd like to invite Pastor Nika to start us off tonight. Pastor, please unmute your device. Praise the Lord. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Amen. Um, I want us to I want us to thank God. And um, the book of Jerry, um, the book of Isaiah, chapter five, it talks about about us being the lover of Christ. It says it says that. Listen, it says, "I will sing 
for the one I love, a song about his vineyard. My loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He dug it up and cleared it of stones and planted it with choicest vine. He built a watchtower in it and cut out a wine spread as well. Then he looked for a crop of good grapes. That's, I'm going to stop there. I want us to thank God that God, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, our lover, the God of grace, the God that loves us, the Lord that has created us in his own image. We thank you, Lord, for the knowledge of his word that is given unto us. This day three, from the beginning of this year, right up to this month of October, the month of restoration, God has been lavishing on us. He's been opening up the eyes of our heart. He has been giving us the power of revelation. He's been releasing the word to guard and guide our hearts. And I want us to lift up our voices and begin to bless the Lord for this. And after we thank that, even as Daddy said from the book of First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, he said, what no eye has seen. He says, what no ear has heard. He said, no, what no mind has conceived. That is what God has prepared for those who love him. And we're going to say, God, I think as we enter into this new week, let our eyes begin to see what you have prepared for us that we can go beyond in the name of Jesus. So let's first thank God and then we bear the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Shall we pray? Father our God in Jesus name. Father we thank you Lord. Father we sing to you the one we love. We sing to you for your grace. We sing to you for your mercy. We sing to you because of your love. We sing to you because you have become a shield. You've become a covering. You've become a buckler unto us. We sing unto you our lover for planting the choicest words unto us. Father from the beginning of this year, the year of your glory. Father right up to this month, the month of restoration. Father, you have been sending your word to us. Father, you've been speaking to us. Father, you've been correcting, you've been rebuking, and you've been building us up. Father, for a time like this, and Lord, we want to say thank you. Lord, we want to appreciate you. Lord, we want to honor you. Father, you've given us the fresh grape. Father, brings forth a fruit. Father, you've been causing the river of life to flow through us. Father, you've been directing us and giving us and telling us things even before they happen ahead of time. And that's why, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise and we appreciate. We thank Lord for our Father and our Mother in the Lord that through their total obedience unto you, Father, we have found fulfillment in you. And we do not take this for granted. We want to honor, we want to praise you, we want to worship you in of days. Father, now as you prepare us, even as we're entering it in the first week, if Father, in the month of restoration, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, you said what no eye has seen. You said no what ear, no, what no ear has heard. You said what no heart has conceived. You said that is what you prepared for us. Because, uh, uh, that is what you have prepared for us. Father, as we prepare ourselves for this new week, Father, open our eyes to see our habits. Father, as you have spoken, this is the month of restoration. Father, and when restoration comes, Father, it comes in abundance. Open our eyes to see what you have been prepared for us, that we can see in this new week. Father, as we begin to obey the word that you're going to even release unto us, Father, in the mouth of your sermon tonight, we begin to obey those words. Let's all begin to see the vineyard that you have prepared for us. Let's see the vineyard of souls. Let us see the vineyard of grace. Let us see the vineyard of abundance. Let us see the vineyard of opportunities so that we can enter in to what no mind has conceived. Father, that which you have prepared for us, that as you have called us, you said we are the light of the world and love placed upon a hill can never be hidden. Let us shine in this week that we can enter in as this is the beginning of the new week, so we can reap the mighty harvest that you have prepared for us. Baba, we give you all the glory. Father, we give you all the honor. Father, we give you all the worship. Father, we give you all the praise for the great harvest that you have prepared for us in this new week. Be glorified, O oh God, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Pastor Kola, please.
Praise the Lord, church. Amen. All right. Thank you, Pastor. Isaiah chapter 6. I read from verse um, 6. It says, Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken from with thong from the altar. Verse 7. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, these are touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Hallelujah. We're going to pray to the King of Heaven this evening. Even as we approach towards the end of the year, we're going to add that the Lord of Heaven will touch our lips with the coal of fire. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So let me make it our prayer tonight. Our God, our King, we want to thank you for the privilege you are given unto us to come to you tonight. Even to commune with you on this communion Sunday. At the last uh, victory night we have for the month of October, the month of restoration. We bless and honor your name for all that you have done for us from the beginning of this month thus far. And so, Lord, we pray that tonight to God, touch our lead with the cool of fire. Transform, O oh Lord, our world. Transform us, O God of every Father. Let the world that we speak from now ends for, let it be the world that are seasoned in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let it be the word of, O oh Lord, prophetic word, O oh God, that blesses others in the mighty name of Jesus. That through the word that is spoken out of our lips, Father, life of others have been transformed. Life of people around us, our family have been transformed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, give us the gift of the word in this time time and season, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible said concerning Isaiah, that as the Lord touches leave, the commission the, the ministry began. Lord, we pray that tonight, even as we begin to go out in our various parishes and churches, Lord, we pray that tonight to God of heaven, Father, let the word of comfort come to us, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As many that are that are afraid, as many that are lack confidence, Lord, let boldness be released upon their heart, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Our God, our King, we pray the Lord was said, and to Isaiah said, your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. Father, we thank you for this privilege, that you have taken away our guilt to God. Our sin will be atoned for by, by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, our crucified the covering. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. As you proclaim your word everywhere we go, we pray it tonight. Grant all the entrance of your word. Give all the heart of men so that they will listen to us as you speak your word. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you for your fulfillment of your promises of Arosa. For in Jesus' holy name, we are prayed. Amen and amen. Amen. Pastor Ola, please. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm taking my prayer point from Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on the throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. I want us to um, pray this evening three prayers from this verse. First, I want us to pray that even as Isaiah was able to lift up his eyes and see God, that God will give us sight and insight in this month of restoration, that we will see the Lord and we will walk with him. I want us also to pray, I mean, with 
seeing what God has done in our midst in which the hearts of people have been opened, the sight of people have been opened, and God has told us that this year, that we have already entered into the year 2022. I want us to pray for greater sight and insight, that more and more people will be in tune with the Spirit, even from henceforth, and that God will show us the things He has in store for us. And lastly, I want us to pray that God will be exalted. He will be high and lifted up in our midst and in our lives. Let us pray now in Jesus' name. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. We give you all glory and praise, all honor and adoration for that which you have done in CFT in this past 10 months, in this past over 550 days of prayer. Lord God, you have given us sight. You have given us insight. You have opened our eyes. You have caused us to see you. You have caused us to grow in you. To you be all the glory and praise, Lord God. Father, Lord God, we are thankful. We are grateful. We do not take it for granted, oh Lord God, that we are moving in the Spirit. We are seeing in the Spirit. We are speaking by the Spirit. Father, Lord God, we bless and worship you. Father, Lord God, we thank you, oh Lord God. Our Lord and our God, we come before your throne of grace, oh Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, because you said 2022 has started in our midst. Father, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that you open the eyes of our understanding. Open our eyes and cause us to see you, Lord God. Cause us to see the future, oh Lord God. Cause us to see solutions, oh Lord God. Cause us to see innovations, oh Lord God. Cause us to see, Lord God, the way out, oh Lord God, of the predicament that all the nations where we are facing are. Father, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, for sight and insight from above, oh Lord God. As you gave to Daniel, Lord God, as you gave to um, Joseph, oh Lord God. Father, Lord God, give us sight and insight, oh Lord God, at this perilous time, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that the year 2022, Lord God, even all members of CFT, we will be in the forefront. We will be in the forefront leading and showing people the way in the name of Jesus. And our Lord and our God, we come before your throne of grace, oh Lord God. Father, Lord God, we say be exalted, be high and lifted up. Let us see you high and lifted up. Let people see you high and lifted up in our lives. Let people see you high and lifted up in our church. Let people see you high and lifted up in our careers. Let people see you high and lifted up even as we go forth to evangelize. Lord God, everything is returning to normal, Lord God. From next week, Saturday, as we go onto the streets, oh Lord God, be high and lifted up. Let people see your train, oh Lord God. Let people see your glory. Let people see your splendor. Even as we speak, let people have the tangible presence of God. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, because you will do exceedingly abundantly, above all that we can ask or even imagine. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Adisa, please. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, I'd like to read the I'd like to read the book of Jeremiah chapter thirty three. I'll read verse six, nine, and eleven. I want us to pray about the God's promises in the time of restoration. In verse six it says Jeremiah thirty three six. Nevertheless, I will bring help and healing to it. I will heal my people and I will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. Verse 9. Then this city will bring me renown, joy, praise, and honor before all nations on earth that hear of all the good things I do for it and they will be in awe 
and will be trembled at the abundant prosperity and peace I'll provide for it. The sounds of joy and gladness, the voices of bride and bridegroom, and the voices of those who bring thanks offerings to the house of the Lord, saying, Give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as they were before, says the Lord. I want us to pray about and thank God for these promises. This is the promise of God during the time of restoration. We're going to lift up our voice. The blood says in the time of restoration, health shall be restored. If there be anyone, we're going to pray for those who their health is failing them. In this month, the Lord will restore their health. To those who are sick, the Lord will restore them. There will be abundance of joy and peace and security among our people in the name of Jesus. The Lord say he will do something. Or let's just lift up our voice, brethren. Let's just start to give thanks to God. For this is the promise of God in the time of restoration. That Lord, in the time of restoration, there will be healing. We pray, O Lord God, Father, for those who are sick, for those whom their health is failing them. In this, in this month of restoration, Father, you will restore every failing heal in the name of Jesus. For in the, in the time of restoration, Father, you repair falling bridges. In the time of restoration, O Lord God, Father, you restore everything that is broken. Father, we pray according to your word and your promise that you will restore failing health, O Lord God, Father. To those whom their health is failing them, my Lord, my God, in this month of restoration, O Lord, their health will be restored in the name of Jesus. Their health will be restored in the name of Jesus. There shall be abundant prosperity and there will be peace, O Lord God, Father. In accordance unto your word, O Lord, you say the sound of joy and gladness and the voices of the bride and the bridegroom will never be, will never lose, will never crack, O Lord God. And Lord, there shall be abundance for us. We will give thanks to the Lord Almighty. We will say the Lord is good for his love endures forever. For you say, Lord, you will restore every fortune, every fortune, everything that has been taken away from us, O Lord God. These are your promises for the time of restoration. Let it manifest in the life of everyone, everyone, members of Christ's faith, tabernacle, worldwide, O Lord. There shall be manifestation, there shall be sounds of joy, there shall be abundance of goodness. Everything that has fallen apart shall be restored in the name of Jesus. Every bridges shall be, shall be renewed back in the name of Jesus. You will repair every falling bridges, O Lord God, Father. You will bring us closer unto you, O Lord God, Father. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We will give thanks and glory and honor unto you. There shall be joy in every family. There will be joy in every family. There will be joy in every camp of every believer. Father, Lord, we pray that the sound and the abundance of your goodness, Father, we never cease in every family. Father, Lord, this is your promise during restoration. We believe in you, O Lord God, Father. You bring it to manifestation, O Lord, that every day in this month of restoration, there shall be testimony in our lives. Testimony that has never ceased since the beginning of this year. It will not cease continuously in our lives in the name of Jesus. We will have cause to continue to glorify your name. All those who are sick, they be healed. All those who their health is failing them, they will be healed in the name of Jesus. There will be healing as that we have never seen before, oh Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this promise. It is a promise in the time of restoration. The promise in the time of restoration. Everything that has been stolen from us, it shall be returned back unto us in this month. And we will continue to glorify your name, O Lord God. And Lord and our God, we thank you. Thank you for this great promise. Thank you, Lord, for your healing that is even manifesting right now. Thank you, Lord, for what you are doing. Thank you, Lord, for falling bridges that you are returning back, O Lord God, Father. Lord, we bless your name, O Lord God, Father. We thank you for the time of restoration. We return back unto you, O Lord God, Father. We come to reason together with you according to your word in Isaiah. So that in obedience unto your word, O Lord, 
we can be fulfilled and we can be what you have ordained us to be, O Lord. Strengthen us, empower us, renew us, our mind, O Lord God. Our heart, O Lord, we give it unto you, O Lord. For you say it is our heart that you need, O Lord. You say, Lord, give unto you. say we give unto you our heart and not our garment. Father, we thank you for this time, O Lord. We glorify your name, O Lord. Be thou exalted, O Lord and our God. Father, we thank you. We magnify your name. Thank you, Lord, for the joy, for the abundance, for the healing, for everything, O Lord, that your name continue to be glorified. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. Amen. Pastor Debbie, please. First Peter 2.9, and I read 12 as well. For you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And verse 12 says, live such good lives among the pagans, that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits you. This was the sermon that we heard today under the theme of who are you. This is our true identity. I want us to start by thanking God for our true identity in Christ. We are chosen people. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and God's special people. And the reason why we are that is so that we can show for the praises of God who have called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. After we have thanked God for our true identity, we want to pray that from now on till the end of the year, forever till we see Christ, that our life will show for the praises of God, that our life will bring forth joy to God always. We want to please God. We want God to look down on us, and he's happy. He's happy with our deeds, how we are representing him well. Let's lift up our voice and begin to thank God. Father, we thank you for this is our true identity in Christ. We are royal priesthood. We are chosen people. Father God, we have not chosen you, but you have chosen us. And you have chosen us to bear fruit and that our fruit will remain. We want to thank you, Lord, that we are royal priesthood. We thank you, Lord God, that we are priests. We have been made priests and kings unto our God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can stand in a position as a priest. That, Lord God, we do not have to go to a priest to, uh, to be answered, so for our prayers to be answered. But God of heaven, the, uh, the, the, the veil has been rented into two. And, Lord, we have access, oh God, Father, into your throne room. We thank you, Lord God, that we can access the kingdom of God. We can access the throne room because of the blood of the covenant. Thank you, Lord, that we are royal priesthood. Thank you that we are holy nation. We have been called to be holy because the God that we serve is holy. The Bible says, be ye holy, even as you are holy. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that has made us holy. Thank you Father that we are God's own special possession. Thank you Lord that we are your treasured possession. Thank you that you love us with an everlasting love. Thank you because we do not belong to the world. We belong to you. You are bath us Lord and you have placed your spirit, O oh God, in us. We have been sealed with the Holy Spirit unto the day of redemption. Father we thank you that this is our identity in Christ. And you said, oh God, that all this identity is being given to us so that we can declare the praises of him who have called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We thank you that we have been called out of darkness into your marvelous kingdom of light. Thank you that we are children of the light. We are children of the day.
day. We thank you because the light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. So, Father God, as we go into our world, my Lord and my King, I pray, enable us to show forth the praises of God. Let our life bring joy to you. Lord, we ask that as you look unto Jesus and you said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Father, look unto us, sons and daughters of the Most High God, that Lord God, you will be pleased with our deeds. You will be pleased with our actions. You will be pleased with our act of obedience. You will be pleased, oh God, with our act of humility. You will be pleased with our act of commitment. You will be pleased with our heart of faithfulness. Father God, we pray that God, that people in the world will know a difference, oh God, in us. They will want to know the God that we serve by our deeds in the name of Jesus. So Father God, help us that Lord, as we are aliens in this world, help us, oh God, to live separated, oh God, from the world in the name of Jesus. That the Spirit of God in us, oh God, Father God, will make a difference in our life. That God Almighty will yield totally to the Holy Spirit. That we will yield our heart and mind to the Holy Spirit to use in the name of Jesus. We cooperate with you, Holy Ghost, to shine the light of Christ, oh God, even in the midst of darkness. Thank you, Father God, for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. And I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord, our Apostle, H.C. Williams, sir. Yes, thank you, Pastor. I want to congratulate every one of us for the victory of the three days. It will last us for the rest of the year. Um, I'm also thankful to God for the prayers that God is leading through us. Today is uh, Sunday, the last day also of the victory night. But let me call your attention to something that is quite very, very intriguing. We read today for our Bible study, <clears throat> Isaiah 5 and 6, Jeremiah 5 and 6. And there is something in chapter 6 of Isaiah of which we even led the prayer. Uh, I will take your reflection to that. 6 of Isaiah is one of the very uh, most uh, revered uh, chapter. <laughs> it's the beginning of the calling of a man. And the story of encounter of that man that led to his calling, uh, which is very beautiful. And in that scripture, it says, In the year Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the trail of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each, six, each with six wings, with two th- wings, they covered their faces, with two wings, they covered their feet, and with two, they were flying. As you read this, picture it in your mind. As they were, and they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. At the sound of their voices, the threshold, the doorpost and threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Imagine that in your mind. This is the beginning of a man's calling. It's just like Paul was going to kill and then he had the vision of Jesus Christ. Very, very interesting. This is a young man too. He's a young man. He says, at the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the church was shook. And the temple was filled with smoke. Then he said, he now said, as a young man, woe to me. Or woe is me. <laughs> For <clears throat> I cry. I'm, a, I'm ruined. For I am a man of unclean leaves, and I live among a people of unclean leaves. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Your eyes will see the King in this month. 
your mind will open and you will see the Lord Almighty. He will reveal himself to you. It is a very interesting encounter when you are in the presence of the Father. Very, I cannot express it. I had the privilege of encountering the Father a few times. It, is, it, it will leave an imprint in your heart that you don't need to be reminded. You can never forget it. Let me tell you this. But you see, why did this man, this young man, have this encounter? In the year Uzziah died. You need to read your verse 5, your chapter 5 again. Don't you see your chapter 5, the record of God to, to in chapter 5? Let's look at it very briefly. It begins by saying, verse 1, I will sing for the one I love. A song about my vine is vineyard. My love, my loved one had a vineyard on a fatal hillside. He dug it and cleared it of stones and planted it with the choicest vine. But, well, sorry, he built it a tower or he built a tower, a watchtower in it and cut out a wine press as well. Then he looked for a crop of good grapes. But, it, it yielded only bad fruit. And God is talking about Israel. How he loved them in the time of Ahab. In the time of Uzziah, sorry. What God did to them. Verse 3 says, Now you dwellers in Jerusalem are men of Judah. Joy between me and my vineyard. What more could have been done? Done. To my vineyard, that I have done, I have done, I have done for it. What else can I do? When I looked for good grapes, why did it yield only bad? If you look at it, this is the state of the church of the living God, global on earth today. That is the state of the church of God. And he says, Now I tell you what I'm going to do. To my vineyard. I will take away its edges. That is happening right now to many across the nations of the globe. Churches. And it will be destroyed. You are seeing many just attacked, wiped off and destroyed. It says I will break down its wall. Why? Because it yields bad fruit. And it will be trampled. I will make it a wasteland, neither pruned nor cultivated, and briars and thorns will grow there. I will command the clouds no not to rain on it. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the house of Israel. And the men of Judah are the garden of his delight. And he Look for justice, but saw bloodshed. For righteousness, but had cries of distress. And he continued in his destruction. Now, this is what happened at that time. But in the midst of it, thank God, a man could see God. 
If you read further, God, he said, I look for the same thing with Jeremiah 5 that we read and 6. He says, I look for one man in the whole city, in the whole nation that was righteous. I found none. But thank God that God found Isaiah. Isaiah. You see what happened with Isaiah? The Bible says, when God found Isaiah, suddenly he visited Isaiah. God just visited Isaiah suddenly. When God visited Isaiah, he just found himself lifted out of his body, straight away into the realm of heaven. And God is looking for you. Remember a few days ago I told you that, oh, what is happening, you know, in the churches, especially in Nigeria, ministers of manners of things, Satan really, really set his eyes on Nigeria. Breeding evil, you know, somebody will come up today and say he's a man of God, and you see all manners of you know, detestable acts happening among them. I said that, you know, if we see people who are failing God, what should we do? We should tell, stand out and say to God, Lord, here are my assembly. Here are my assembly. We should make determination to be the solace for God. We cannot bear bad fruit anymore. If you have been doing this, your fruit must be good. God has been too naked to us. At least on this house, in this house. To the place whereby none of us in this house needs someone to teach you what is good and what is bad. You know it. Because it's written so simplified. So God is destroying Israel that he loves so much because he's bearing bad fruit. He's not bearing fruit according to what God planted into him. I pray for us that this communion we have tonight, God will give us the grace that we will be able to bear the good fruits that God expects of us. God wants to pour His power. God wants to reveal Himself. But He can only do it when men turn towards Him. To be a good fruit, if God plants good fruit in us, then we should be a good fruit. And that will take me to the book of of Jesus Christ. The book of Jesus Christ is the book of his friend. The one he called the beloved. John. I call it the book of Jesus Christ because this man of John is another thing. <clears throat> Among all disciples, John is a very, very different guy. Let's see what Jesus said in that John 15 according to his record. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and you, you, my father is the gardener. Watch this. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. God hates a life that does not bear fruit. Because why? God has invested so much in us. If we don't bear fruit, we will rouse up his anger. And if we bear bad fruit, we will rouse up his judgment. He says, God cut out. May you never be cut out. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. <coughs> May you always bear fruit that will attract God to continue to prune you. So that it will even bear more. You see the principle of the Spirit? Anybody who has one talent and is using it with all his heart, then God will give him more and more and more and more and more. 
But somebody who says in church, well, his church is just a prayer, I say amen. You remain where you are. May God not cut us off. It is the Father who prunes. And then he says, But he who bears fruit, he, he enables him more to bear. For you are already made, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. You see the two will agreement? The agreement is obligation first to you and I for God's obligation to be fulfilled. You first remain in me. Remember when a man is in Christ Jesus is a new creation. A Christian that is out of Christ Jesus, what is he? Vulnerable to the devil. The reason why calamity strikes many. Who profess his name? Jesus said, watch this. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. If you, are, if you connect that with what you are reading read for us, that he cuts off every branch that does not bear fruit. You can agree with me that for a Christian not to bear fruit is only caused by one thing. Because he does not remain in Christ. And for Christian to bear fruit is only by one thing. If you remain in Christ. And that's what we dealt with today. Not living in the flesh, but living by the word of God. It makes your life better. And he says, no branch can bear fruit. Nobody can say my anointing. You have no anointing. It is by him. It is by him. Then verse 5 says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me, come on, that's talking twice now. And I in him, he will bear much fruit. You want more gift of the spirit, remain in him. He will bear more fruits. More better character is to remain in him. Remain in him. Let him be the Lord over you. Let him be the final judge. Anything you want to do, judge yourself by Christ's standard before you act it. He says, verse 6, if anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into fire and bones. This is one scripture Jesus said that someone can be a Christian and end up in hell. If you don't remain in him, it's your choice. <clears throat> you have been called into the kingdom, but you have to remain in him for you to end up your race with him. It's a free gift. You can keep the gift, you can lose it. You can throw it away. Believers should know this. He says, if you remain in me and my words in you, Verse 7, you may ask whatever you wish, and it will be done. Can you see this remaining me uh, issue? Remaining me, you'll be a fruit. Now he's saying again, remaining me, and whatever you ask. So it means that the efficacy of your prayer is determined by how much in God you remain. How much in God you are working. How much in Christ that you are working. How much matters to you about Christ. Because this is straightforward. Remain in me, you bear fruit. Remain in me, my father will prune you. Remain in me, and whatever you ask will be done. This is to my father's glory that you bear fruit, showing yourself to be my disciple. 
So the evidence that you and I are disciples of Christ is the fruit we bear. Is our fruit life. Is our fruit life. Which comprises the fruit of the Spirit that comprises the manifestation of the power and gifts. Grace. He's not just talking about the fruit of the Spirit here because he said you bear the fruit from the vine. That is, the, the fruit of the vine is like the vine in everything. That is what the fruit of the vine is. And it says it is to God's glory that we bear fruit. So God wants us to bear fruit. So come on, what do we do? We ask Him for fruit bearing life. What do we do? If God desires us to bear fruit, we spend time asking Him for fruit. That we will bear fruit. Make me bear fruit, Lord God. You desire that you bear fruit. I want to bear fruit. I really want to bear fruit, Lord. Change my fruit to your fruit. Help me, Lord. And you see God swiftly do it. Because it is to his glory. Something that will glorify God is your life bearing fruit. Like just Pastor David read to us from that Peter. <clears throat> and I will stop at that Peter. Understand it. Remain in me. And then you'll bear fruit. Remain in me. The Father will prune you. And you'll bear more fruit. Remain in me. Remain in me. Anything you ask, you will get it. Because if you remain in me, and my word remains in you, then you can be a fruit. You can get anything. And say, the Father loves it that should be a fruit. If Father loves it, then believers, brethren, let me tell you this. Our fruit bearing life just began. Abundant fruit will be here. I say abundant fruit will be here. Whenever I go to God, remember to remind him, Lord, I want fruit. I want to be a more fruit. I want to be a more This pleases you. I want to be a fruit. I want to be a fruit. Help me, Lord. Help me, Father. Help me, Father. Help me, Father. Help me, Father. And you see what will happen this month. You every day ask him. That Jesus said, it's to your, it's your glory. Oh, Father. Help me be a fruit. Help me be a fruit. Help me be a fruit. He says, it is by bearing the fruit you show that you are his disciple. Verse 8. Your lifestyle. Manifestation of his mercy and grace to you. Verse 9 says, And the Father, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my, in my love. Can you imagine this? Don't hate anybody. Even if they are hateable. Don't hate them. You know what I'm saying? Some people will dent you terrible blow that natural heart will want to hate them. Don't hate them. Apostle, what you are saying is very hard. Yes, it is hard. It's not easy to follow Jesus. It takes sacrifice. Sometimes we have to bury our, our pride, our flesh. <clears throat> you know, let him be preeminent. Especially when Satan is able to come and hurt you terribly. Be careful. Very, very careful. As the Lord has loved me, I love you. So, God loved Jesus. Jesus didn't take that love to him. He just poured that love back to us. Because it's for our sake he died. So in another word, as God loved Jesus, God loved you. Because if God loved Jesus, and as God loved Jesus, Jesus loved us. The same measure of God, of love of God in Jesus, is what Jesus transferred <clears throat> to each one of us. Which means the way God loved Jesus. He loves us. He loves us. He just loves us. He loves us. I tell you. God loves us. I know something I recognize with God. Sometimes when God will reveal himself to you, you'll be asking God, but what have I done to merit this? What you've done to merit it is that you accepted Jesus as the Lord has said. Is that you desire to be like him. You love the Son. One day, 
the father told me, he said, you know why I love you? He said, because you love my son. And it's like a scale was taken out of my eyes. Really, when I was seeking the Lord Jesus, I did not even talk about the Father. I was just seeking Jesus. I want to see you, Lord. I want to see you, Lord. I was... It was where the Father told me, Ah, so it is what you do to the Son, you do to the Father. Befriend the Son, and the Father will love you. Because the Father, sometimes you think about him, it looks quite, you know, you can't complain in your brain. But you can complain about Jesus. He was a man like us. He walked like a man like us. So he's easily loved. He says, if you obey me, as then, obey my command, you will remain in my love. You see the love he's talking about. He's not talking about just affection, crying and weeping because you would want to show your emotion to Jesus Christ and stuff like that. It's part of it. However, Jesus is saying that to love me, very simple, remain if you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. You will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my Father, Father's command, and remain in His love. So to love God is to obey God. The proof that you love Jesus is your obedience to Him. You see what God is saying? It's so easy and so simple, so straightforward. The proof that you love Jesus is how much you obey Him. So some time ago, you know, I was offended and I just feel like punching this guy. Let me just teach him a lesson. But that hand cannot move out of my body any longer. I want to do it because of the gravity of this. But when I fell so, the command of Jesus broke my hand. I have the power to handle this one and teach him a lesson. And I found out that if I taught that lesson, I would not reflect my God. So, my hands went down. And the lesson of my hand going down, that I decided not to open my mouth, and I, I did not react the way he wants, that is what glorified God. Hard from the flesh at the beginning, but beneficial to the spiritual and body. Come on, let's see here. If you obey my command, you will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed the Father, Father's command and remain in his love. I have told you this so that your that that my joy may be in you. So if you don't have joy, come on, because the word is not in you. To have joy is to obey the command of Jesus. You know, when you feel like punching someone and you didn't do it. Eventually, you say, Lord, I thank you. You have joy. Lord, I just thank you. If it was me before, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been a lot of uh, scatter over the place. But Lord, I can't just even do that again. <laughs> I can't just do that again. <clears throat> it brings joy. So obeying God is what brings joy. Happiness is different from joy. Happiness is derived from a physical substance. Joy has no physical attachment. It is a spontaneous reaction of God towards man, and it's something that comes from within. A man can be happy, uh, can be uh, joyful in the midst of sorrow and pain, but a man cannot be happy in the midst of sorrow and pain, because happiness depends on physical manifestation. And you know something, Jesus didn't say just be to have joy, but that you may have joy. 
that your joy may be complete by obeying his command. <coughs> well, he says in verse 12, my command is this, love each other as I love. And he has said that my command is to obey the word. Great, greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friend. You, my, you are my friends if you do what I command. Did you see this now? I no longer call you servant because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I call you my friend. We are the friend of God. Oh, we are the friend of God. Oh, we are the friend of God. We call him friend. <laughs> wow, I am friend of God. I am friend of God. If I'm not, if nobody wants to be my friend, it doesn't matter. I'm the friend of Jesus. That's enough. That's enough. He will take care of others for me. He said, we're his friend. Can you imagine God to call us his friend? What a humility on his side. The one who made us. And then call us his friends. You see what it says there? For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. Did you see this? That's verse 15, the last verse. And then 16 says, you did not choose me. This always baffles me. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. Remember Jeremiah 2, uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Well, look into Jeremiah before I formed you in your womb, I knew you. If you look at this scripture to you, I saying it there. The same thing to Jeremiah, he said to us, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to do what? To go and bear fruits. Jesus appointed us to go and bear fruits. And you know what Jesus said? Fruit that will last. So how can Satan take the fruit? He has no access to it. <laughs> Who gave it that the demons are coming there? They cannot reach there. <laughs> because the divine one will give divine fruits. The incorruptible one will give incorruptible fruit. Fruit. It's impossible for any spirit of the devil, of hell, to touch the fruit that he had given. His fruits. His fruits. You go and bear fruit. And it's very, very interesting when I read these scriptures and I look at this, I wonder grammatically. Sometimes, grammatically, is very, very interesting. He continued to say, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear what? One singular fruit. Singular fruit. It is a fruit. However, he pluralized the fruits earlier, saying, more fruit. So if you can bear the fruit, in, the, in that fruit is all fruit. Fruit that will last. The Father will give you whatever you ask. In my name, if you bear fruit, remember, and to bear fruit, his word must be in you. And then, you, you love, uh, if you love him, to love him, you must obey his command. And then the Father will make you bear fruit. You can see the collaboration of the Father and the Son here and the Spirit. 
Because the fruit is born through the Holy Spirit. And he said, whatever you ask, <laughs> an open check. You are going to use the open check today and fill in the blank. <laughs> you fill in the blank today, brethren. If you have the Holy Spirit, you have the fruit. Now you need this day, you begin to bear the fruit, which is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that works character through us. It is the Holy Spirit that works wonders, manifestation of power. It is the one who opens our eyes to the realm of the spirit and angel. He is the one who teaches us how to pray. He is the one who helps us to walk in the love of God. He is the one who works to help us to obey the command of God. Therefore, who is this fruit? Is the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. Come on now. The Lord will prune you and I in this month of October. We will bear more fruit. The Spirit of God will move mightily in us. He will form our characters. He will, he will, he will bring us to the place God will be happy with us. He says, I, you know, you didn't choose me. I chose you. So it's a privilege for us to be chosen. That's why I said in the morning that your friends and families who are not born again, you know, they behave sometimes. Just forgive them now. Because you know that it's a privilege for you and I. If you can approach that, them by love, and keep asking Jesus, help me. Touch them too. Touch. He will answer you because you are his friend. Mind you. Because Father is delighted in you, he will save them. If you can change the goggle with which you see humanity, <clears throat> and see humanity through the lens of Christ, that's it. This is my command, love each other. I love that, and I end that with that first Peter. The, the book of first Peter we read. Chapter 2, verse 19. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that we, you may declare the praise, the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people. I love that. Of God. Once you had no received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, did you see that now? You know, when Jesus calls you dear friend now, he's it, taking you beyond what you think. He say, I beg you, I urge you, I entreat you, I implore you as aliens. I told you in the morning that this doctrine of alien is correct, but the principle of the doctrine is wrong. The only alien in this world are Christians, because we will soon vanish from this world. Those who perpetrate that doctrine, it came from Satan, this doctrine of alien. They are expecting people who will come from one space. No, we are going, we are leaving this earth and going to the space. <laughs> you know, Satan is a, he's so, he's so liar. He's such a daft person that. If you are not very smart, Satan will just deceive you. And people still believe that they are going to meet some aliens somewhere. But the one coming is Jesus Christ and his holy angel. And the archangel will blow the trumpet and all of us aliens on earth will vanish. Yes, they will look for us, they will find us. Because we are aliens. We do not belong to this place. He said we are strangers in the world to abstain from sinful desire and put on Christ. We should abstain from sinful desire it was not against our body, against our soul. Your mind. 
live such good life among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of his visitation. Oh. So, God help us. You are going to just tell God, Lord, I just give it all to you. I just give it all to you. Tell the Lord, help me to bear the fruits. You've given me the fruits. He lives in me. He's the Holy Spirit. Lord, help me to allow him. Help me to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in me. Help me to collaborate with the Holy Spirit so that my character will change. My nature will change. My behavior will change. The things I do that is not in line with you, take it off from total. In this very week, I don't want to... It must not reach this end of this week with me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Because it is God's, to God's glory that we are fruit. It's for this earth. It's not for heaven. Because God wants to use your fruit among the dead so that they can see your good works and give glory to the God of heaven. They can see the power manifest in you and give glory to the God invisible. They can see your nature and give glory to the God who lives in you among the people. Father, we pray for total transformation. Tell the Lord to transform you completely. Total transformation. Deep wisdom from heaven. Tell the Lord to give it to you. The time has come for it. Father, we pray thee. We bless your holy name. We exalt you, Jehovah. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen and amen. I want you to go and study more. I want you to go and study more on these scriptures that we have looked into today. We looked at the book of John 15, 1 to 16. Read again and again. And pray the Father's will. And the Lord will strengthen and bless you. Now, shall we just go to our, the Lord's table? I will get ready to break bread. So get your communion wine and your bread around you. So it's time for communion. Shall we pray, please? Lord, we thank you for this table. And Lord Jesus, we invite you to every house now. As we break bread. And celebrate your resurrection. And proclaim your death until you come. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Holy Angels. In Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. For I received from the Lord what I also passed unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread... And after he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this remembrance of me in the same manner. Same way, after supper, he took the cup and said, This is the, is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. <clears throat> Therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup 
in an unworthy manner, will be guilty of sin against the body and the blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself, therefore, before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning or recognizing the body of the Lord is and drinks judgment or condemnation on himself. That is why many are sick among you, and a number have died falling asleep. But if you judge yourself, if we judge ourselves, we will not be under God's judgment. Shall we bow our heads together? And you talk to God by yourself. <clears throat> search your conscience. Search your heart. <clears throat> and pray and tell the Lord to cleanse you inside out. If there are some character, some attitude that you know you, you have, which is contrary to God, you want to ask God for mercy. To cleanse you and forgive you. Oh Lord my God. Thank you, Father God. We ask for cleansing by the blood of the Lamb. We ask for your power, your fire, to pass through and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. O oh Lord our King, we thank you for everything, for strength, for health, for blessing, for mercy. We thank you, God, for your benevolence. We thank you for restoring our soul, reviving our body, we thank you for healing us of all infirmities and protecting our lives. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. Father, we thank you for your body that was broken. And we bless you for the power of your broken body. Through which we receive our resurrected body. Thank you for the communion with you, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' holy name. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you at the time. Amen. The body of Christ was broken for you. Pass it around your family and the air together. Our Lord and King, we thank you for your blood that was shed. I ask, Lord, that the power of your blood will rest upon everyone who partake in this communion. You will destroy every sickness and infirmity in the human body. The healing power in the blood of Jesus will pass through everyone. Even those who do not know they are sick. But they are ill and sick. And bring perfect health to every life. And strengthen us in our Christian journey. That we may live a life that satisfies you. In Jesus' anointed name. Amen. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. Pass it around your family. Thank you for your blood, O oh God. That was shared. 
and they drank together. You can go on your knees and present your request before the Lord for this week. Our God and our King, we thank you so much for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for reminding us again today that we're your friends. Thank you for the boldness that comes from you. For the justification we receive through your blood. Thank you for what you have ordained for this week. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen. Pastor Tyre, any announcement, please? Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Bustle. Just want to welcome anyone who's joining us for the very first time today. If this is your first time joining us on any of our platforms, please let us know by sending us an email. If you send the email to admin at cfcchurches.org. You are warmly welcome. And I'd like to remind everyone, including those who are joining us for the very first time, that we meet on this platform on a daily basis at 7 p.m., um, with the exception of Fridays when we meet at 11 p.m. And there are lots of things that God is doing in our lives in this season, but we can only receive from the Lord as much as that which we give to this process. This is a month of restoration. God is doing great and awesome things in our lives. I'd like to remind us as well that two couple of things. Midweek, we'll be having our Bible study in the, in the course of the week. So let's prepare for that. We'll remind ourselves we're looking into the book of Psalms. And I believe we'll be doing Psalms 16 in the course of this week. So it'll be reflected on 14 and 15, if I am correct. Um, 
And then, of course, um, I'd like to remind the youth as well. There's a youth meeting on Saturday. A youth meeting on Saturday, the uh, the 8th of October 2021. Please note, if you'd like further details, send an email to CFT underscore Y-O-R-D. What CFT underscore Y-O-R-D at hotmail.co.uk. Sorry, I understand it's the 9th, not the 8th, as I'd announced. It's 9th of October. That's the CFT Youth, and it's 2 p.m. on Zoom. Otherwise, we've got a long week ahead of us, a blessed one, filled with goodness of God, and I'd like to hand back over to Apostle. Thank you so much, Pastor. Can I just remind everyone that our first crusade after COVID is taking place in Leeds. I will expect a chance to send the flyer to everybody. If you know anyone in Leeds, send the flyers to them. Apostle will be in Leeds. It is tied to Leeds for Jesus. So make sure that Yes, Jesus in the city, they call it, but it's lives for Jesus. So make sure you invite your friends and you pray for me too. We'll be bombarding uh, uh, leads, air, land, and space. Something will break in the city of Leeds. So it's, a, it's an ancient city, uh, you know, noted for revival, just together with Bradford, just beside it. You know, and I really love that area because it's there is an area that revival had happened in the past in the UK. So we will be at Leeds Friday, 15 and Saturday. Then I want to say also to everyone, mark the 23rd. The 23rd of October will be mass evangelism because that is the Saturday before the Women of Red Destiny. And we will all go mass evangelism. I will give you more information about this so that we will go out really mass to evangelize our neighborhood. And from then, our evangelism will, will kick off fully. May the Lord continue to bless and strengthen every one of you. Stretch your hand before the Lord. And let me speak the blessing of God upon you. May the Lord answer you when you call. When you ever, whenever you are in distress, heaven will respond to you. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. Amen. May God remember all your sacrifices, all your giving, all your prayers, and accept your burnt offering from you. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Amen. We will all shout for joy when you are victorious. And we will lift up the banner, our banner, in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he fulfill his covenant with you in this very week. Your hope will not be dashed. As you enter tomorrow, you're entering into restoration, abundant restoration. Angels of God will walk with you and bring you to the field, harvest field that God has ordained for you. I declare in the name of the Lord that the God of Bethel 
who appeared unto Abraham, uh, uh, Abraham and, and Jacob at Bethel. The one who sends his angel on the ladder to descend and ascend, dried at Bethel. May he descend upon you. May he tabernacle with you. May he open your eyes in the realm of visions. May your dreams turn to revelations all the days of your lives. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. We are going to lift up our right hand to heaven and share the grace together as the book of Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Shall we? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Shall we take Second Corinthians starting fourteen? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and ever. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in our house.
it shall be unto you according to your confession.